I'm Kieran Lynch and welcome to Ovicast, the Chocolate Sheep Podcast. Each episode will bring less insights, advice and technical updates for the sheep industry. With the wet weather in recent weeks, we catch up with Dr. Philip Crichton to discuss current grazing management. Philip discusses how to make the most of the remaining grass in the farm given the poor utilisation we see at present. We discuss the option of grouping up yows to reduce the residency period and how we can manage graze outs in current conditions. Philip discussed the importance of closing out paddocks, in particular the first 40% to ensure that we have enough grass supply next spring and what impact that will have on subsequent management. We also discussed the need to reassess the current supply and maybe take steps if necessary to reduce demand with Philip discussing the current options that will be implemented in that area at present. We finish up with Philip highlighting the pitfalls of letting yows lose too much condition by delaying housing or supplementation this winter. But first we start off with Philip discussing corn grazing management and the conditions they're experiencing in that Murray. Certainly very challenging at the moment in terms of graze outs. Um, you know, the very dry period early on in the year seems to be fairly well balanced out at this stage. We're, we're probably 25 or 30 percent up on our rainfall level here in Athenry for October. Um, and it is it is creating issues in terms of, you know, <clears throat> the other side of the coin was that I suppose the the, the favourable grass growing conditions there right through uh, August September um, did lead to um, we say higher than normal grass cover building in places um, and it's the the perfect storm as we say now in terms of we're getting very wet conditions which is causing an issue in terms of utilizing those so how we're, how we're dealing with it um you know we're just trying to we're just trying to reduce the allocations really in terms of um the you know putting up a bit more uh, temporary fencing um and and kind of giving enough grass to do two or three days um if we get you know a deluge of rain during that you know Utilization may not be perfect, but at least it's a smaller area that's been been not grazed optimally, say, or or or, or, or a smaller area where we're losing some grass, and then in between, in between when we get to do we do get the drier periods, and um, we're getting the opportunity then to utilize uh, there, the other there, areas. There is uh, a bit of a balance act at the moment. You're trying to keep enough grass in front of a ewe flock that's still in the middle of mating. And try and make some use of it. Like it's really a case of making the best of what's available at the moment. But utilization, even in Ray has dropped off significantly. So the splitting the paddocks fill is one option. You outline there. You're cutting down that area of damage. I suppose maybe we look at now or the start of November. A lot of rams have been out for maybe two to three weeks. That option of grouping them up or reducing the time they're going to spend in the paddock. How viable is that as a runner for trying to just cut down that graze out time? Yeah, so certainly that has helped. Um, so for us here, um, we we would have had one uh, full cycle completed um, uh, last week, um, and that gave us the opportunity then to group up um, yours again. So we would have had a proportion of yours separated from each of the groups there for to go to maternal rams to keep replacements. Um, they get one cycle, and now we're able to, to to increase the group size again, which is helping in terms of of getting through covers of grass that little bit quicker, and it's, you know, that, that you know less fencing uh, required in terms of having to put up and down temporary divisions to try to try and utilize that because we've 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 a smaller number of of, of groups, and um, so that's something to be borne in mind. Look, none of us like 
going out and having to put up a lot of fencing, especially if it's if it's lashing rain on top of you when you're doing it. But um, the idea now that if we can group up the the, the yaws again, you know, if they're, if they're just been going to terminal sires and, and to pick up repeats or whatever, um, that that's an opportunity to try and, and get through grass quicker um, w- with less with less work, really, I suppose. You know? And you're effectively doing the same thing by just increasing the grazing pressure. Look, the other key thing at the moment, like we're all, we always talk about graze outs and important cleaning out paddocks to force anybody between three and a half. That's going to be difficult in the current conditions, to say the least, but just maybe Philip first the importance of it and in our current conditions, how tight can we push it or how tight do we need to go allowing for the fact that utilisation is going to be poor and underfoot conditions are difficult? Yeah, so as you say, Kieran, look at it, it's about trying to get the balance there between not making the yaws work overly hard. You know, we are still in, in, in the middle of mating, um, but at the same time, not leaving huge amounts of grass behind us because the more grass we leave behind us, the more dead material um, has the potential to build up over winter, which is going to affect uh, the quality of the grass in the spring. So certainly in terms of the autumn closing plan, yes, it has been very challenging. Um, the targets would have been to have 20% of the farm closed um, by the end of October um, for a mid-season lamb and flock. And I suppose another 20% or 40% in total closed by the middle of November. Um, hopefully, <clears throat> with the weather forecast the way it's looking, we will have some respite from the rain and, and, and ground will get a chance to dry out a little bit, which will help get through that ground. But all we can do at the moment is, is do our best in terms of, as I say, trying to get through <clears throat> the, the ground, increase the grazing pressure or reduce the area with fencing. Graze as best we can. So look, the, the, the target will be to graze out to three and a half to four centimetres. In wet conditions like this, that's really not going to be possible in some cases um, without putting the yaws under a lot of pressure. So I suppose the, the, the target at the moment will be that graze to four to four and a half centimetres, even if we had to get as much of it cleaned out as possible um, and make a call then in terms of, you know, if ground is getting very mucky or whatever, um, yaws are not going to graze that grass once it gets dirty anyway. Um, so, you know, we can't restrict them from that point of view. So they're going to have to be moved on but do the best job we can. Um, even at this stage, that would have been a target in the first 20%. If you were in swords where you weren't getting a perfect graze out and it's not part of that first 20% that needed to be closed, so it's not the sheltered fields, perhaps we can we can come back over that again in, in, in two or three weeks' time, you know, further on into the last rotation um, to, to, to graze that down, um, you know, close to the target. Um, but the key at the moment would have been to try and, and, and get that first 20% grazed out as best we can. And now the next 20%. Um, the reason for that, I suppose, and we always say, is, is, is to at least stick to the first 40% clause by the middle of November, regardless of, of we'll say, laminate or, or, or that, is that if we don't capitalise on, on, you know, while grass growth is reducing and it's re- reducing, you know, fast in some places where soils are getting waterlogged, um, we will still have a level of grass growth, um, you know, late October and into, into early November. And that regrowth is is the grass that's going to be there and, and, and continue to grow then when, when things improve in the spring and provides the grass for the first couple of grazings after lambing. If we, um, if we regraze that or, or we delay the, the closing plan um, to, to go back over ground again that wasn't, you know, grazed out properly, 
Um, we risk having, you know, very low grass covers come springtime. And, and just to illustrate that, the difference between closing a paddock um, in, in the end of October um, and not till the end of November or early December, for us here, <coughs> we've seen it over the years in Athenry, is that you'll have, you'll have half the amount of grass cover um, on those paddocks the first week of March compared to um, if you had closed them um, in, in, in late October. So half the amount of feed available the first week of March when you have, have yours coming out with two lambs um, looking for feed. Her feed requirement is going to be double, um, you know, at that period than it is at the moment. So, you know, we, we have to make a call. When is that feed, you know, most important to us? And most definitely it's, it's, it's in the spring. Um, from a feed budget point of view and also from a labour point of view, um, we don't want to have to be going out and supplementing uh, supplementing yours unless we absolutely have to um, come March. That's that's going to be your buffer turnaround. And you indicated already, that's, that's the pasture that's going to respond better to increased growth rates, fertiliser, is to get out of jail and money farms. The, the demand in the EU at the moment, a kilo and a half of grass of an intake versus we're talking two and a half kilos, Philip, post turnout increasing every week. Increasing up to yeah, exactly two and a half a turn of increasing up to three, um, you know after after four or five weeks. So, um, you know it 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 it's vital really that we we put every plan in place to, to ensure that we have as much grass as possible for her, um, when she's hitting the ground there in in, in March. And there is that great temptation, particularly in a year like this year, indeed in any of them, to delay housing, to delay grazers, go back on fields again. What we see in farms that don't have a proper closing plan in place is that vicious cycle every spring where they're chasing their tail essentially to get grass in front of them and it, it rarely happens. You're missing that peak period. So your plans at the moment really have an awful influence on the production and the lamb crop and performance next year. Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose something that we often see, you know, this time of year as well, and maybe, you know, towards the end of November, early December is, is maybe when grass covers are starting to, you know, get tight on farms. Um, but maybe we don't come in quick enough, maybe even if it's only supplementing, you know, on, on the last 20% of the ground or whatever with some silage or something just to try and keep the O's, um, you know, maintaining condition um, or, or certainly not losing too much condition in that period. Sometimes we can see, you know, the month of December going into early January there where people would say, look, we won't house the O's or we won't up the feed until after Christmas. Um, and, and a yaw can lose an awful lot of condition very quickly there in that period. And that then again is a big no-no in terms of how she's going to perform um, after lambing in terms of if she's already used up her body reserves um, in that period, she has no uh, nothing in reserve there then to, you know, to, to support a little bit of milking off her back or whatever come, come, come post lambing time. Um, so again, it's important to keep an eye on that. And if you are getting tight on grass, you know, due to weather conditions now or whatever, maybe you're moving through grass quicker than, than normally, you know, put a plan in place that if, if, if assess, do you have enough, you know, uh, forage available, hay, silage, whatever, to start supplementing that a little bit earlier. And if you don't, you know, make plans as to how you're going to, how you're going to supplement that or, or, or stretch that in, in, in terms of ensuring that you don't, you don't run out of feed. I think that's a very valid point. And of course, a lot of this is conditional on what happens weather-wise for the next couple of weeks, but plenty of producers out there will see supplies going quicker. The poor utilisation 
flocks are moving through ground a lot quicker. Looking at that option, even whether it's housing, finishing lambs, or just reducing the demand at the moment, it's no harm, as you indicated there, to just reassess where they are at present. Yeah, definitely. And, and that is something that we, we have housed the remaining lambs on the farm here in Ethanry last week. Um, partly due to, you know, conserving grass supplies and, and partly, you know, just due to the severe conditions, um, lamb performance had, had reduced dramatically um, due to the very low dry matter of the grass, really, I suppose. Um, so, again, that's an option for people that have to do feel that, you know, things are, are, are moving a little bit fast. And again, that's why having the closing plan there is is a good guide. It's it's partly there to, to show, you know, what's required to ensure grass for the spring, but it's also that if you're moving through the farm much quicker than those, you know, 20%, 40%, 60%, it's it's a kind of a it's a kind of a, a reminder there that you know something is, is not quite right here. We need to assess where we are and, and take action. Good to get your take on the current situation and hear how things are progressing in that at the moment. Thanks, Kieran. That's it for this episode. I would like to thank Philip for giving up his time to be with us and sharing his insights and experience and current practice in that array at the moment. Certainly, I think there's some useful advice in it. Grazing management at the moment is quite difficult, particularly trying to achieve graze outs and keep paddocks closed. I think the clear message over from Philip is make the best you can of grazing out. Take whatever necessary steps you have to, to achieve that. Grouping up yows and reducing the amount of time you spend in them paddocks is an option. Might fit in with your breeding program at the moment as well. And certainly a key thing is to avoid going back in regrazing. Them first products you're depending on next spring and turnout, particularly the first 40%. So 20 by the end of October and 40 by mid-November closed up. Avoid going back in on them. I will include a link to the autumn closing planner, the sheep side of the house, in the description. It's a useful reference. It's something worth considering planning out for your farm. That's it for me. For any other updates from the sheep programme, keep an eye on our Twitter page at Chaga Sheep. I'm Kieran Lynch. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to any of our episodes.